Hi there, guys. It's Jordan, and we are back for another podcast. Welcome to For the Love of Nature. As you guys know, once a week I come on here and talk to you all about current events and global environmental updates. If you missed last week's podcast, feel free to pause and go take a listen to last week's riveting talk on the Fridays for Future movement. Alrighty, we're about to dive into the next topic, and today I want to shake things up a bit by asking everyone listening a question before we start. How did the California wildfires impact the citizens in the most affected areas? Wildfires in the United States result in mass destruction of ecosystems, cities, and have a giant economic burden. However, one of the biggest tragedies lives even closer to home for the citizens of California. Have any of you stopped and wondered what it would be like to have to evacuate your house in the middle of the night? I've seen the videos of the smoke filling the air of California in its thick, heavy, gray clouds, and let me tell you, I would be in more than just shock. Interesting to note here that I do not see the families of California getting as much press as the animals of California. Weirdly enough, there is more news coverage on dogs making their way back to their owners, celebrities enthusing new diets to try, than press on the heartbreak plaguing most Californian families right now. So let's start off with some background on these fires, shall we? Wildfires are both human-influenced and naturally occurring catastrophes, which are worsening year by year and need to be stopped. The majority of these fires are human-caused, whether directly by human ignition or indirectly due to drought or global warming. Fires can be extremely easy to start, from downed power lines, thrown-lit cigarettes, and campfires, all of these things having ignited some of the biggest wildfires in America. Estimations range from 89 to 95% of all fires in America being human-caused. The United States' 20 most destructive wildfires with known causes were all linked to humans. And if that's not shocking enough, NASA in 2019 released that the United States is now approximately 1.5 degrees Fahrenheit warmer, with humans at the center of all of the damage and having caused the Earth to have warmed such a considerable amount in the last century. Okay, so to break this down a bit, most wildfires are actually caused by people in our activity. Shocking, as before I researched this and consulted with so many experts, I believed the opposite on this topic. That being said, yes, naturally occurring wildfires do happen, but it is heavily proven that we as a whole are responsible for the majority of wildfires. It becomes unsettling moving forward as we discuss the damage that they cause, but hopefully this is eye-opening to everyone out there to be cautious with their campfires and cigarettes, as well as their treatment of the earth in general. As you will hear, the destruction of these fires is devastating to say the least. These fires have not only destroyed homes, but taken lives and left many communities grieving for years. Certain communities a lot more than others, as we will get into in a minute. As we mentioned earlier on, there is an official list of the 20 most destructive fires in the United States, and at the top of that list is Camp Fire. This fire took place in Paradise, California, and scorched an estimated 90% of the town. Camp Fire was found out to have ignited due to electrical transmission lines. Down power lines often start fires when vegetation puts pressure on a line, eventually snapping it or burning it down. This happens more often than you would think. Camp Fire was the deadliest fire in the state's history, according to most sources. For this town, the fire single-handedly wiped out nearly everything in a matter of days, 
17 days to be exact. 85 lives were lost and 18,000 buildings burnt to a crisp, with most having only foundation left as a reminder of their existence. These fires don't pick and choose, they just destroy. Among those who passed were children, mothers, brothers, grandparents, and among those buildings were schools, businesses, and hospitals. Campfire was due to issues revolving power lines, but the temperature and dryness of the vegetation also played an important role in the fire's ignition. Is this the Earth's cry for help? As we have discussed before, I am a firm believer in the fact that the Earth will survive long after humans cease to exist. Is this what we want collectively, though? I sure don't want that. I want a future for my family and all of the beautiful souls that I meet every day. I want a future for their kids and their grandkids. And if as much as 95% of the fires in the U.S. are human-caused, that means that we can come together and eliminate 95% of all of the fires in the U.S. And it wouldn't take a miracle. It would take us, as a whole, on this planet, taking the next step together to reduce global warming and reduce the biggest factor at play when it comes to these types of catastrophes. There were 8,315 fires in California in 2019 which is a few hundred more fires than what we faced in 2018, as according to the LA Times. It is more than possible to bring this number down once again, for everyone's sake. Now it's that time again, and I would like to thank the sponsor of this episode, SeatGeek. SeatGeek is an amazing app that helps you buy tickets in the easiest, best way possible. So if you ever need to buy tickets to any event, whether it be a sporting event or a concert, use promo code ENVIRO to get $20 off your very first purchase. SeatGeek is the app I use to buy all of my tickets to every event, and I am grateful to be sponsored by them once again. Alrighty, back to the happenings. It is arguable that wildfires do not get as much media coverage as most other natural disasters, whether this is because they are so frequent in the United States or due to people potentially not wanting to admit these fires are human-caused. The fact is that people are dying. Statistics, as mentioned, show an increase each year in wildfires. It might seem impossible to aid people in another country who are in need, but it can be quite simple. The more work we do in our own communities to lower our environmental impact and the more conscious we are every day, the more it will help the whole movement, not to mention advocating the solutions to issues we want to solve, following through with them in our own lives, and educating those around us who might not know as much as we do on certain topics. After the fire in Paradise, the government in that region only had the capacity to give an upward of a thousand families permanent residence. The majority of residents in that area didn't have the money to rebuild their houses. As well, the area was already suffering from a shortage in housing and living space. The county went as far as to call the housing issue a crisis. An estimated 52,000 people were evacuated during campfire, meaning that over 50,000 people were considered homeless following the wildfire. These stats are referring to only one fire. Every community that suffers from a fire sees the same types of losses and problems as Paradise did. The citizens of the United States deserve more compensation after fires, and that's not financially achievable for the government until they can save money in other areas. The only way to minimize the cost of wildfires is to prevent them fully. The more money the government spends on putting out fires, the less they'll have towards prevention.
to promote global warming solutions, Environment America has 29 state affiliates and members and activists in every state. It takes a village. If the public, government, and scientists can all come together, the issue can be solved. To solve a problem, the problem itself needs to be clearly identified. Human behavior is the problem here, which is certainly correctable. There are many ways to tackle the issues of wildfires. Every positive change, every positive action adds to the domino effect. Some food for thought for you guys. Carpooling cuts each individual's transportation-based emissions in half. So this summer, carpool. And if you go on a camping trip, ensure to put your fire out before sleeping or leaving the site. The effects are too detrimental. With possible solutions in sight, it would be mindless not to fix the problem as human livelihood is at stake. Families in the United States should not fear for their houses and their lives at any given time. So take action. Once again, thank you to SeatGeek for sponsoring this video and a big thank you to the listeners. Grab a camera, a snack, a book, and some hiking shoes and get outside. Get inspired. And for the love of nature, be environmentally friendly, guys. I'll see you next week.